Hello, hello. Welcome everyone to the present show. Mindful Pat speaking. We have, of course, Lele. Hey, and hey, hey. We have two very special guests today, uh, Lutz and Markus. They are leadership consultants and they specialize with developing leaders globally. Uh, so we have a special show for you talking about that today. Uh, just going to start with a quote that I read recently that 24 hours lived mindfully is better than 100 years without it. So this next 15 minutes will be very mindful. I unfortunately must go because I have to run somewhere else, but I'm leaving you with Lele, Marcus, and Lutz. Enjoy your time and enjoy your presence, everyone. Bye, Pat. Bye, Pat. Ciao, Pat. So, uh, what are we going to be talking today? So, we have two awesome uh, professionals, right? And actually, I let them to present themselves and letting us know what they're doing and also how mindfulness could actually be connected. So, uh, let's start from, from Lutz. Lutz. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, and thank you for the introduction, Leila. So what we are doing, and, and, and Pat put it nicely, we are doing kind of consulting around leadership in IBM. So it means a lot of interventions that can happen with leaders. Yeah. So, And as you know, leaders are mostly the people with the, with the least amount of time they have to spend with, with whatever activities. And so they're very much pressed in a lot of schedules, a lot of meetings and so. And so mindfulness hits in here very much. For example, we have a class we are running several times where we are practicing mindfulness in between and before the breaks. Yeah, And people like, like myself, I wasn't very comfortable with mindfulness, do the stretching or some people do very uh, exciting exercises like yoga minded uh, exercises, but it can be very easy things. Just close your eyes and think one minute about something you're very grateful for. Mm -hmm. And this can really help you to refocus, really help you to refocus during the day. You have a full schedule, imagine a full schedule. No time in between, but just maybe five minutes to get a coffee and spend one minute just to close your eyes to think about something you're grateful mm -hmm. for. And this can even have a bigger impact like uh, as a coffee has. Yeah. So, so mindfulness to leadership development links very much because we are working with people that are very much stressed and they should be refocusing during the day and mindfulness is the biggest part of it. Uh, Marco, so you, you are basically working on the same field as, as Lutz in this. So, so we are also developing leaders and so on. So from your side, how many leaders do you think are, are aware about mindful practice and mindfulness and how many instead they are completely unaware of it that they would actually need some, some good information around it? Well, definitely not enough. And there can never be enough people who are um, considering mindfulness as an important practice. Mm -hmm. There are two important aspects to it. The one is that it's important for you as an individual mm -hmm. to nurture yourself, to take the right step away from that domino where you're going to fall over just like all the others. If you don't step back, think and reflect what should be done differently and better. And in order to do so, you need to take a pause, hit the pause button, maybe hit even the reset counter and think about what to do differently. And this requires some being still and getting to terms. But the other aspect to it is also that there is a, definitely a, a business benefit to this. You will take better decisions as a leader when you step away from that system one, as Daniel Kahneman has put it, which is a system that is going very fast, uh, almost instinctively and emotionally taking decisions, which typically aren't the best and most reflected ones. Mm -hmm. In order to step into what we know as the system two, which is a slower, logical, more deliberative way of thinking 
being more considerate. That is only possible if you slow yourself down, mm. if you step out of the hamster wheel, if you take a turn and detach from that domino game and watch the others maybe fall over, but think about what is the better step to take, the more rational one, and that will turn into better business results as well. So it's good for you and good for your organization. And so we, we had yeah. some executive as well in the present show that uh, that were really motivated about mindfulness. They said that mm -hmm. thanks to that, they sleep much less <laughs> because they get the same energy from yeah. mindful practice and they actually are able to, to deal with many more things and they're feeling much less stress. So that was uh, incredible change just by start to to do some mindful minutes that we're doing some meditation every day, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I mean, and what would you like when, when you're doing your training and you exp exp express to like the topics, right? And the concept of how to deal better with time management and so on. What, uh, what is the general, um, uh, let's say, uh, opinion against that? Is somebody that is, you know, skeptical or what, what, what are, what, well, what are I think I would say, Leila, it's mostly about uh, if you didn't experience it before, uh, that it really has a positive impact. Um, you're not you're not really um, on it. Yeah, you you probably don't believe in it. Yeah, and it's very much it's very individual, like many things. So for some people, it's good, as I said, just probably close your eyes, think about some 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 really need some exercise, stretching. What is in generally good for everybody, but some have get more out of it doing stretching or breathing exercise or something. And I think it's. Um, in the beginning, mindfulness was very much linked to these kind of yoga-like uh, uh, exercises, and people need to overcome it. If mindfulness for them means just stand in front of the window with a glass of water, drink this glass of water, so this may be my, a mindfulness minute for them. Yeah, and, and it's very much for me. It's uh, you higher you go, the ranks for executives and even to see more senior leaders. It's about resilience. Yeah, so if you don't. Uh, in bring in or interview these kind of mindfulness exercises in your day, um, it is really difficult for you to survive. Yeah, so it's really part of your resilience program and stay like nutrition, like a lot to get enough sleep. But during the day, you cannot sleep, you cannot eat all time. But mindfulness minutes or mindfulness breaks that are part of it. And it's easy to achieve. You can do it wherever. If you're sitting in a plane, if you're sitting in an office, if you're driving, you even can, when you're driving, you can let your mind flow somewhere else. You will still drive safely, yeah, but not thinking about your next business meeting. Do something different. And this is something people need to find out. And uh, I think mostly, more people get this resilient aspect. And if you link it to that, that's much better for them than to understand. Let me share you one story, something that happened about eight or 10 years ago when we started to play with resilience and stress management techniques. We ran a workshop which was about managing your personal resources. Mm -hmm. And after a full day of activities with the trainer and training practitioners, people were sitting under a tree and saying, it took us a full day to start relaxing and unwinding. Now, in the business context, who can take a full day to unwind, to relax, to start thinking differently? Mm -hmm. The benefit is, as Lutz said, that you, with mindfulness, um, realizing that this is a, a century-old technique that is actually coming from Buddhism, which has a lot of tradition. When you practice this every single day in small steps, you can very quickly achieve the same moment of reflection, of being detached from all the hustle and all the domino, Mm -hmm. and start making better decisions and start recovering even quicker. And you don't have to wait for a full day sitting on a tree. Yeah. 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 And, and another aspect I would 
like to bring up, we had this with resilience and as Marco said, it's it's very old. Now we're talking much more about all these neuroscience aspects, yeah, neuroscience aspects of life as well or our body and of leadership. So, and uh, neuroscience is something that is something you normally don't can control directly. It is It controls you, yeah, your brain controls you. Mm -hmm. But with mindfulness uh, exercises, you could influence this, yeah, you could have a better uh, mindset, for example, we're talking about, you know, this discussion about fixed and growth mindset. And so you could in influence your mindset, you could influence your behavior, your attitude, because you're probably less stressed, you're more resilient. And this has an impact on your brain, how you think, how you behave. And people underestimate this. Yeah, they normally said, okay, is this, sleeping is a checkmark item. Go from eight to one at night, and then you do something again. It's not. Yeah, you need to find your individual way to deal with it, and find individual ways to to practice it, to apply it. And that's that's. I think it's important to see it in a bigger holistic picture of what you do with your body, and especially as leaders, how you want to role model this for your teams. Yeah, if you have a full schedule, no breaks, and saying, I'm back to back in meetings. And that's not role modeling. Yeah. So like anybody, the first thing to do is never reply, I'm busy. <laughs> because nobody <laughs> is effectively busy. We own our time generally and we can really be mindful about it. In mm -hmm. this way, right? <laughs> so it's just about the, the more we practice, the more our brain is actually rewiring to getting into the same kind of peaceful state. And we then we are enough peaceful and less stressed in any other thing we do during the day. Um, Maybe a good advice that we're also sharing along these lines, because um, people might get the impression of people are constantly in some sort of trance floating through IBM and not really being fully switched on. Mm -hmm. It's not the case, but in reality, we all know we have ups and downs during a day. And a good practice is that you focus on two, maybe three things that you want to fully engage with. Mm -hmm. but you want to put all your energy because mm -hmm. these are the three core act actions that you want to take in the day. And so when, before you enter them, make sure that you nurture yourself, that you step back, rest, and maybe have a mindful minute in order to relax yourself, lower your brain activation, mm -hmm. and take the better and more conscious decisions. Yeah. And along with this, we know there, and that's been already research from decades, uh, well, decades ago, we know that Jörg's Dotson curve of performance that goes together with brain activation, some people need a high level uh, of brain activation in order to perform well. But mm -hmm. what if they overactivate, then the performance will go down. So in mm -hmm. order to manage this um, from the, the brain selectivity, that will be taking them back to the right performance of, of activation so they can take the better decisions. So when it's needed, do it in the right time, prepare for this, mark your calendar. These are the three things where I want to be mindful, where I want to fully focus on because they will make a change mm -hmm. in career and business decisions or in people relations and uh, focus on them and try it there. Yeah. So uh, in, important is also to try one, one thing we said in, in one of the show is uh, uh, to, to establish a new habit. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes about a month or 21 days, right? Generally to, to do that. So the beginning is always harder than, than, than going on. And if we start and then we stop after two or three days. So the, the idea is when, if we want to create a new practice, it, we need to give a little yeah. bit of effort yeah. at the beginning, right? 
And yeah, then, and it's and it's good to, it's good to link it to other activities. For example, for mindfulness, you can say after every second or third meeting a day, I have a mindful minute, and you make this kind of easier instead of oh, I need to oh no, not yet. Let's do it on lunchtime or something. So, but if you have something that links it to your daily activity you're anyway doing, that mm -hmm. can be helping you much faster to build up this habit about mindfulness exercise. Yeah. So, for example, every time we watch the present show on Mondays. Or, you know, every, every time we, the, the, what mindful part is saying, every time we drink a glass of water or we eat certain thing, then we yeah, can. Yeah. That. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I know that Marcus, you are also, uh, you studied psych, um, uh, philosophy, right? Psychology. You're right. Psych, psycho, psychology. So uh, in this, there is a connection as well with uh, between the uh, like mindfulness and the concept of, um, uh, of, of solitude, right? So the the fact that we are um, like when when like learning to be uh, to stay alone, right, with ourselves. They're not lonely, but solitude. Like to uh, it, it's something that it's harder nowadays to get because we always get to our phones or we always get to uh, trying to to cover any any kind of hole we have in our day. Mm -hmm. And mindfulness is also try to learn to to not covering all the time at home, but try to mm -hmm. be with ourselves uh, in the best as we can, even if, if we're just being ourselves, not yeah. human beings and just, you know, doing nothing in particular, but that is useful to, to start the practice. Absolutely. Definitely. With, your, with, your, with, with psychology as well? It has a lot to do with that. And it's funny that you're saying this because very recent research has proven that even with children who are not able to be bored, they will uh, develop a lot less creativity and they will always be driven. They may look more busy, they may look more high performant, mm. but at the end of the day, they don't do things very differently. They have a lower variation of actions. And it is important for children as well as for adults to know uh, how to get bored, how to let the, the mind wander in mm. order to tap different parts of the brain to connect different parts. We also call uh, talk about um, representations, this is where different parts of the brain connect that allow us to think differently and create uh, different outcomes. And that only happens in a rather relaxed state of mind. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, it reminds me of, of a personal story I had where I was stuck on a highway literally for days in a snowstorm. And many people would feel like this was must have been the worst ex experience ever. But for me, it was like two and a half days of real an opportunity to think about things I probably wouldn't have taken time for. So it doesn't have to be like two and a half days. It doesn't need a highway or a snowstorm. It takes only a few minutes every day to step back and think about what is it that really matters, mm -hmm. what you want to prepare for, what you want to do consciously. Yeah. And, and, and this is very important as well for, uh, for, for not only for, for us, but connecting with what we said at the beginning with, uh, with many leaders having a lot of things to do and during the day always having running between meeting and meeting. Uh, this is, I think, considered part of it, like part of filling our time with things because we are worried to not finish everything or to not be able to manage. So part of it is delegation and I, I will leave for leadership professional to, to share what it, how, how to do proper delegation. A part of it is also mindfulness and learning to be with ourselves. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's our time for a mindful minute before closing. So today, today is on me, right? So uh, there is, it's, it's one of my, my favorite mindful minutes that I usually do 
for example, I, one of my problems every time is I like to eat a lot, right? So that's something in particular. So the hardest time for, for me is when you're hungry and you go into a food court or a place where you can eat because then where you, we are not mindful and we just deal with our stomachs, right? And that's actually the moment where we should learn much more to deal also with, with us, to be in the present moment, to understand also our emotion and our feeling and, and whatever mm -hmm. we have around and to, to learn to, to not do that. But at the same time, we also recognize that anytime we eat, uh, many times we don't realize how to do that, right? And we don't realize how, what we are eating, the taste around and so on. So a mindful minute can be if anytime we take a little candy or a little chocolate. So please take anything you can have with you, right? And you, we focus for one minute on whatever we have. And the candy would be observing it, right? So the lines we have around how it is done so we can you can take a raisins you can take a chocolate right so take a minute to observe what you're gonna try and eat and how it's done what is the consistency and then we can also try to smell it right if it has a smell or we don't have it marcus has a cola a water a water <laughs> right and then and then when you when you when you put it in your mouth, uh, you before putting it before chewing it, you can try to do it so slowly. You understand as well what is the texture, how does it feel in all the part of your mouth, mm -hmm. and you will actually realize that there is much more taste than what we're usually used to that. Hmm? And that's a moment to focus on the taste, on the candy, on the various senses. Mm -hmm. And how we can start the day is instead of just focusing on your breath, you can focus also on something you're eating. And still it's part of a mindful minute because you will get away from your mm -hmm. um, everything that you have around and you will for a moment just be focused on one thing and on your senses. Hmm? So mm -hmm. with this, thank you a lot, Marcus. Thank you a lot, Lutz, for, for sharing with us. Um, this candy is actually very good. <laughs> and uh, um, have have fun with the rest of the week and thank you so much maybe hopefully you will come again with sure. information about mindfulness thank you everybody for being here this concludes the present show see you in one week um, see you soon and bye -bye. Uh, don't forget to be mindful bye bye everyone thanks for having us bye 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 Lila. bye bye guys bye.